it's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens. As a seasoned licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and connect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile is passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time to get mental. And now here's your host, Cecile Ahrens. All the things they say should matter, corrupted by the senseless chatter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Mental. Thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Cecile Ahrens, licensed clinical social worker. I'm a therapist and owner of Transcend Therapy. We are a private practice located in San Diego where we provide individual, couples, and family counseling. For those of you who are new to the program, this show is about all things mental health, where we destigmatize and deconstruct experiences and events related to our emotional and mental well-being. Additionally, we also, from time to time, aim to connect you to resources in the community. And that's why I'm very excited for today's show, because joining us today for the hour is a very good friend of mine and a practitioner in the field of acupuncture, whom I highly respect, a small business owner herself, a woman committed to promoting health and wellness and improving the quality of people's lives, and like I said, equally important, a dear friend. Without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Melissa Lone, licensed acupuncturist, and owner of On Point Acupuncture and Wellness Center in La Mesa, California. Welcome to the show, Melissa, and thank you so much for being here. Hi. Hi, Cecile. Thank you so much for that such wonderful introduction. Very nice, very warm. Oh, I'm really happy to be here. Great. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey. Sure. Um, so I am a licensed acupuncturist here in California, and I own a wellness center called On Point Acupuncture and Wellness Center. Um, I uh, was not always an acupuncturist. My history is actually I uh, was a dancer in New York. Um, I was actually a Broadway dancer and singer, dancer, actress, and um, and then I I realized that doing eight shows a week of this was very taxing and. Um, and it was hard physically, mentally, um, as well as um, just emotionally and spiritually in all sorts of ways. It's very challenging, um, although rewarding. <laughs> and um, so I ended up uh, kind of stumbling into acupuncture and realizing how beneficial it was for me in all those capacities. So, Wonderful. yeah. Um, and so then from there, um, I went into Chinese medicine and it has blossomed. Wonderful. Um, can you tell us a little little bit about On Point Acupuncture and Wellness Center? Sure. Um, so On Point Acupuncture and Wellness Center is a, wellness, a family wellness center. So we treat um, men, women, and children. Um, we have uh, two and soon to be three acupuncturists there, as well as two massage therapists. We also have yoga instructor. Wow. Um, yeah. And we do uh, also have classes like meditation classes and uh, essential oils classes and all sorts of cool workshops that come in. Wow. So what inspired you to, um, I guess, expand your services beyond just acupuncture, because that's that's pretty unusual. A lot of acupuncture centers just offer acupuncture. Yeah, um, you know, it was immediately, I just knew that um, from my background and knowing that it takes a village and, um, and that there's lots of different aspects of wellness. And so not only do I want to get people out of some sort of acute situation, but I also want to get them um, taking care of themselves in the long, in the big picture. Maintaining. Maintaining, yeah, absolutely. And being able to have the tools to do that. Okay, great. So Melissa, what types of uh, conditions do you normally treat in your center? So the beautiful thing about acupuncture that I love about it is it's, it's, it's holistic and it's, um, it's a medicine that does treat all different sorts of things. A lot of times in, um, in the United States of America, people kind of associate it just with pain um, and it does very well with that. Um, but it also treats, um, I treat uh, people that are coming in for any kind of anxiety and stress, um, sleep issues, digestive issues, 
um, also things that are hormonally um, uh, having any hormonal imbalances. So when it comes to fertility, regulating cycles, um, all sorts of things. Wow. How often do you find a mental health link or emotional link to this to, to some of the symptoms that they come in with? Um, most of the time. So, wow. yeah, one of the things that's uh, really interesting about um, Chinese medicine is that there's, there's always, with ev- there's no separation. It's holistic. Like, whenever you're treating any part of the body, whether it's any kind of pain, it's usually related to some sort of also emotional, emotional psychosomatic. So that's the, the philosophy. Yeah, Wonderful, because now there's a lot of emerging research, you know, in the last, say, decade, really proving the mind-body connection. Yes. Yeah, so um, so I, I want to touch on, if I can, sure. explaining acupuncture a little bit. Yes, please do so. So I think a lot of people think acupuncture, and it's a mystery, um, and they want to know, um, They some people maybe think, ah, oh, it's kind of voodoo, or <laughs> there's a lot of uh, feelings on that, but um, it has been around for many, many centuries and, um, and it's based in the Tao. And so there's a lot of relationship to, um, making sure everything is in balance and in flow. So in the Eastern way of looking at things, um, it's about a bunch of meridians or channels and these channels kind of run into each other in a very nice smooth way. And if there's anything that is blocking them, then there is pain. Or that creates disease. It causes pain. disease, exactly. If there is any kind of deficiency, kind of like where if the streams um, are just running dry, then that's going to cause some problems. There's going to be uh, malnutrition or some sort of uh, nourishment issues. Um, okay. And then, so the goal with these little needles is that basically to kind of summit or, or summon, we would say, the chi or the blood to make sure that these things are running smoothly or they might disperse the, um, the channels in the sense if there's any kind of blockage. Um, and when I, when I say this, it's, it seems very kind of, um, you know, esoteric, but when you actually look at the, uh, Western side of things, it does kind of relate and correlate now with our, um, with, with Western medicine, they have these, all these wonderful exams and tests and things like that. And we really are noticing that there is a correlation with these channels to, uh, the lymphatic system, to the nervous system, to the arterial blood flow system. So they're actually, um, You'll, you'll notice those kind of correlations. And they're noticing, too, with those needles that, you know, when being inserted, that they do kind of get the body to have its natural um, kind of cascade response and um, in relation to inflammation and, and helping with pain in that sense. Your body is triggered to do its natural pain um, Great. response. I believe there's definitely, not, not definitely, but uh, Western and Eastern medicine can be complementary in, in, in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so to to answer the the question, going back to that mind and body and and gut kind of correlation, so they are noticing that um, when you are needling, for example, that it, there is this like this inflammation response, realizing that um, that inflammation is a huge problem, is a big problem with pain, and 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 even with the gut the inflammation that we have with our gut is causing some mental connections with that. Um, So there is, for example, if you are having any nerves about something, you feel butterflies in the stomach, right? Right. So, or if you are uh, very upset about something or nervous about something, perhaps you're going to have some, you know, bowels that increase, right? Um, These kind of things is that relation of what, what we're experiencing, what we're feeling, it really does in our mind affect our whole digestive system. And our whole body, I imagine. And our whole body. Like you know, on a cellular mm-hmm. level. Absolutely. Like the adrenal, I mean, our, there's the HPA, the, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal connection, all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, knowing that when we get into this fight or flight response, um, which is that sympathetic response, that um, it's going to put us in this shuts down your digestive system, shuts down your reproductive system, and it shunts everything to those large muscle groups to survive as if you're being chased by a bear. Wow. Now, we're not being chased by a bear necessarily, even though we may be experiencing trauma. Right. Um, and, uh, but a lot of times it's because we're stressed at work right. or we're having an emotional problem You know, when it comes to a relationship. Um, and our body doesn't know the difference between that traumatic experience and those, those emotional experiences, they still have the same effect. So right. it shuts off our digestive systems and, um, and our reproductive systems. And thereby, really, when you can't digest food, 
you cannot make energy. You cannot make chi. You cannot make ATP, which right. is the 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 um you know the um the mechanism for us to make um, our cells work. Yeah. So fascinating, you know, like because imagine if you are. I'm really glad you touched on that because just for those of us who are you know living our day to day life and most of the time we're in constant stress. So imagine what's what that's doing to your body on right. a daily basis. Exactly. Right? Like all the mental emotional stuff we carry around right. is having a direct impact literally yeah. on our body and our organs. Right. And it literally <clears throat> will shut off and the brain is really intelligent and not our whole bodies are very amazing how they try to survive mm -hmm. so when we are going through all that if it's if it's wasting energy trying to make certain muscles fire or trying to make certain things fire that are not going to work it'll stop firing it right and um in order to save that and so we don't even realize until you're doing an acupuncture treatment this is to bring it into the acupuncture mm -hmm. is that acupuncture has an amazing way of very quickly getting people out of that sympathetic response and That's into amazing. the parasympathetic response of that, you know, feed and breed, they call that. Um, and if we can do that for 30 minutes, 45 minutes a week, even just that, it's amazing how that has a cascade effect on the rest of your week. And because it also puts you in the awareness, right. oh, this is what it feels like when you know to be an, out of that state right so then when you go back into that state now you can have something to to see you see the difference a point of reference yes yeah. and just self-disclosure everybody i love acupuncture <laughs> i've been doing acupuncture for years and i know exactly what melissa's talking about as far as that immediate effect it's amazing yeah. i walk in there you know kind of high energy just trying to wind down for my day and then within 45 minutes I feel like a completely different person and really calm and pretty much ready to go to bed really <laughs> yeah and you know one of the first responses from my patients is they say oh my god I slept that night better than I have yes. like in so long or ever yes and it's because you are getting out of that state yes I remember my very very first acupuncture about 12 or so years ago, I literally crawled out, crawled into my bed <laughs> two hours later, and I slept so deeply. And it was so um, significant. Like, I don't remember sleeping like that, mm -hmm. you know, in my adult life. It was mm -hmm. incredible. And the thing, too, is that sleep is so crucial to everything. I mean, that is the number one thing. And when you are stressed and we are anxious and um, we can't sleep, and that's the first thing where you can't get yourself to stop at night. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when we heal, is when we sleep. And um, and so- Such if, a great point. Yeah, and if we're not sleeping, then it just starts this, you know- Cycle. Spiral, yeah, where all of a sudden we're not sleeping and then we're not healing and then our body is malnourished and then, you know- And then it creates more symptoms. I talk about sleep too um, with my clients, especially the ones coming in with mental health issues because it does create this, this um, cycle of stress, anxiety, insomnia, mm -hmm. and sometimes substance abuse because mm -hmm. they're trying to get yeah. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Melissa, a few minutes ago, you when you tried to explain acupuncture, you mentioned Tao. So I wanted to just ask you, can you, what does Tao mean in acupuncture? So the Tao is, you know, the way. So it, it, it's basically, the goal is to get things into its natural state, its okay. natural flow. And, you know, and they also will talk about when you look at nature, watching how things naturally flow. And so there is a balance. There is a yin and yang um, to that. And so uh, that's what they're striving for. So when people come in and they say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with this symptom or like this disease, basically, we don't necessarily treat the disease. We treat the person. So that person, we're trying to get them into a natural flow to follow the way. So whether so it's restoring balance, yes, restoring like. balance. Um, when it, and that and they correlate that to chi and blood and yin and yang. So mm -hmm. making sure that um, yin and yang is in balance. When I say that, just making sure that yin relates to substance and the 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 blood and the the um the cooling nature and the yang is the activity and the warming nature and just make sure there's this and then there's the chi and make sure that that's flowing smoothly like we talked about that there's no blockage or deficiency and then the blood in that sense too is like nourishment and making sure things are flowing okay wonderful 
Can acupuncture help people suffering from anxiety disorders and depression? Yeah, um, absolutely. We definitely treat anxiety often and depression. So in Chinese medicine, there's, um, so there's different patterns that we see often in relationship to anxiety and depression. Um, for example, a liver yang rising, we would say, um, where it's this, basically you see a cartoon where, you know, where you feel the, see the smoke come out of their ears. Um, that is like all the yang rising up to the head and just like, boot, like out, there's just no grounding, right? right? You know, right. How some people feel like, I just don't feel grounded. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> Chinese medicine will, has points and has, and Chinese herbs too. To help ground you, kind of bring everything down, anchor things down. These people tend to have cold feet, lower back pain, but get angry, irritated easily. Mm -hmm. um, another pattern is that there's a dampness in regards to qi um, can, should have a nice flow to it. And if someone feels damp, it's usually related to sometimes maybe diet issues. Um, maybe it's a constitutional thing, but they feel heavy. They feel weighted. Um, they have trouble getting out of bed in the mornings. Um, okay. They have like, it feels like there's like a, a wet towel wrapped around their head. Like these kind of feelings, which we in Western medicine might relate to depression, mm -hmm. relates to what we would call damp. And so there are points for that in Chinese herbs for that as well. Okay. And do you normally see um, some success with these patients? Yes. Yeah, so, um, so some of these, depending on a couple different things, mm -hmm. because we always have to look at the person, the patient. So sometimes and these their things, entire story, their entire story. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to touch on too, is that every channel has an emotion attached to it. Wow. So really, yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, so for example, the lung channel, um, is related to what they call the Po and the Po is related to grief. And so if you are struggling from grief, uh, this channel will get will get blocked. Wow. And so that's also why we not only talk about the physical aspect of it, but also we always talk about when people come in and they have any kind of anxiety or even they don't, if I notice there's a blockage in that channel, I'll ask them and it'll come out. Because sometimes they may not even know or mm -hmm. not they're not naming it as anxiety and you're already recognizing maybe ahead of them yes. certain emotional symptoms. A lot of times anxiety and depression is kind of, um, you know, it's hidden and mm -hmm. people don't necessarily know, or it's something that this might've been triggered something a long time ago and they haven't really correlated that that's what may have caused it and things like that. So, yeah, so all these different channels have that. And then uh, people also have a certain constitution um, in Chinese medicine, we believe. And so they kind of come into this world kind of with a certain kind of constitution. So related to the lung or the heart or the spleen or the stomach, all these kind of things. Okay, great. So tell us a little bit more about the other meridians. Sure. So um, after the lung, there's also the spleen channel. And the, the house related to that is the yi. And that relates to intellect and worry and overthinking. So uh -huh. that's also a really um, very important channel because I think that happens a lot in our society. And realizing that the amount of, sometimes when we overworry and overstress about those kind of things, how that will tax us and that causes the damp that I had related to before. Okay. Um, and that's the sometimes depression and, and things like that. The other um, channel is um, the heart channel and that's the Shen. And the oh. Shen is really important. Um, in Chinese medicine, it's the balance between the like the inner world and the outer world and being able to get those really in alignment. How does that manifest in, in people like symptomatically? Um, so if the Shen is um, not what we would say clear, um, you can have a lot of like disconnect, shyness, withdrawal. Um, and, and, if, and also if, if in very bad cases, worst cases, it can be delusions, actually not seeing the world as it is. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, and then there's the jerk, which is the kidney. Um, and that is that balance of yin and yang. And so if there is a, a deficiency there, then you're lacking motivation um, okay. and determination. And then there's illogical fear associated with that. Wow. Um, yeah. And which we can see that manifest a lot in anxiety and stuff like that. And then the so last you treat one, a lot of the kidney, kidney organ and meridians when someone presents with those symptoms. Okay. Yeah. So the heart and the heart kidney specifically um, are really important. Um, that heart kidney kind of connection, making sure that people are real clear um, about, you know, what's happening outside and what's happening inside and getting that into alignment, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. And then, um, 
And then there's the Han, which is the liver channel. Okay. And the liver channel is related to the anger and frustration and resentments and that kind of stuff. So um, obviously we'll see a lot of people who have any kind of... Um, any anxiety that can sometimes rear its head, um, you know, PTSD, sometimes there's some of that stuff that can kind of rear its head. Um, it can come up in just a lot of us, um, just every day, you know. Right, right. yeah, because everybody's got their own stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know? yes, we do. So no one has a fully, I think it's important to point out, no one has a fully balanced body. Nobody's yeah. existing in that perfect form. But you can certainly try, right, to do your part in um taking care of yourself inside you know, and out. You know, there are patients that come to me and they say, am I ever going to be balanced? And am I ever going to stop needing acupuncture? And, um, and I say, great question. <laughs> and I say, well, um, if we could live in a, in a perfect, easy, calm world where we, we uh, didn't overwork and we got we plenty of sleep and yeah. we could eat everything, you know, that we wanted to eat and, um, and everything like that, then probably, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but this is life. And, you know, just like we maintain our cars, uh, as they are get run down, we maintain ourselves yeah. and, and that means what that means to you. And so with, um, with acupuncture, we're yin and yang and all these things are never really in a state of complete balance. Right. We might hit it for a moment and we, we, we embrace it and we love it. And yes. then, and then we slip a little out of it and mm -hmm. then we remember, oh, right, this is not where we want to be. And so you tweak and, you know, so yeah. you're always, always slipping in and out, but not in the extremes as, you know, as the goal. Wonderfully you know? stated. Yeah, that's a great point. So when would you refer a client to a therapist? A psychotherapist, because yeah. I know that you've done that in the past. Or Absolutely. Still do that. Absolutely. So, you know, when we do our intake, mm -hmm. um, we have quite an in-depth intake. And so when they come in, um, I ask them a full medical history and we talk about any medications that they're on. Um, and then we talk about trauma, physical or emotional. Wow. Um, I talk about, we ask them what feelings they experience. I think there's a list of like 20 different feelings that they you could actually check. go into feelings. That's just on amazing. an intake, just yeah. on an intake. So, you know, if they're, if they're feeling fear, loneliness, grief, you know, all those channels, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just piecing the picture together when they come in. So, um, and then when they are coming in and I see a lot of checks, you know, on the anxiety or um, depression Depressive or yeah, symptoms. all these symptoms, I immediately ask them if they have a therapist. Um, and if they don't, um, I usually pretty quickly say, well, it might be a good idea. Um, and then we ask also how long this has been happening, how severe, obviously, if there's any red flags in the mm -hmm. sense of them hurting themselves, then I immediately, you know, refer out, um, wow. obviously. And that, that can happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I didn't realize how, how that can be really tricky for you guys, you know, because, I mean, for us, that's a standard form of, of assessment and we're yeah. trained to deal with that. But you're kind of having to really, you know, wear two hats. Yeah, you know, acupuncturist, I am not a licensed um, social worker. You know, that is not um, our scope of practice. Mm -hmm. um, our scope of practice is to do Chinese medicine in the sense of, you know, doing channel therapy and helping people get balanced. And um, But it is part of our scope of practice to make sure that we do recognize these red flags. Right. Um, and making sure that we do get them into contact with people that, that need that. Is that part of your training? Yes. So part of our training is, I mean, when you're an acupuncturist in California, you Wonderful. do get a pretty in-depth four-year program and they do for all red flags, you know. For mental health. For mental health. Um, wow. They basically will kind of give you that information. Um, they give us information, obviously, even about, you know, heart attacks or, I mean, every kind of red flag, just to make sure every kind that. kind of crisis. Yeah, any kind of crisis, just to make sure that you're safe and, um, and making sure too, because people will come to us thinking that we're going to, you know, solve some, I mean, some people want us to solve more problems than, than that. And <laughs> that is within your scope. <laughs> that is within my scope. <laughs> and, um, and the truth is that we are, we are here for preventative care right. um, and we're here to um, help you obviously help maintain balance and we're part Optimum of your team. Health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're here, we're here part of your team. So I refer out um, all the time because too, when you come to acupuncture, sometimes you might come for back pain and then I start, we go into all this stuff uh -huh, yeah. and we start discovering, oh, they do have this kind of um, something they need to to maybe address. And mm -hmm. if they're going to a therapist and addressing that while in acupuncture, you can sometimes unleash a lot of emotions. Oh yeah. It will, you know, people will cry times. sometimes and people will be like, I don't know what's happening mm -hmm. and it's okay. And, um, and it's a wonderful opportunity to wonderful re release 
open that door. And if I have a therapist working with us, then that's only going to make them heal, you know, better, more fully and, you know, maybe quicker. And Absolutely. Do you actually currently have a therapist at On Point? You know what? We are actually um, in the middle of talking with one and um, possibly having that happen. I think uh, that negotiate. would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. she. We, we have met and she does a couple other therapies as well. She's a social worker. And um, yeah, so... Go social workers. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little plug there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. That was really helpful. I think it would be important to talk a little bit about the mechanics of acupuncture, you know, because I hear a lot of people feel really... Um, anxious or apprehensive about having needles in their body. Yeah. So maybe it would help, you know, yeah. if you explain that a little bit and just demystify that for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think that's a good thing. Um, so acupuncturists are all different, first of all. So I just want to say that um, just like you would go to a, a therapist or you would go to your general practitioner, you want to make sure you find one that works for you. Um, so some do... Um, five element, which is basically you just release the point, put the needle in and that's it um, and take it out. Um, and some, they do more traditional style where you'll put them in. And when I talk about the needles, these needles are a fraction of a millimeter. They're extremely Super tiny, thin. very thin, very tiny. They don't have a lumen. So you're not injecting anything in or extracting anything out. So, so that's it's not the same as the, um, yeah. an injection needle. No. So that's considered wet needling. And so we don't do that. Most acupuncturists do not. Um, and so a lot of times when people think needles, that's what they're thinking. And it's mm -hmm. not like that. So a lot of times when you do the needling, you won't even feel the needle going in. Um, and then depending on your style, um, in like traditional Chinese medicine, they will do, they will search what's called the duchi. And the duchi is where you'll feel once the needle's inserted, maybe a little bit of an achiness, a warming sensation, or even a release. And it's, and it's, uh, and I've had many patients say, it's not painful. It's just surprising because I don't, I don't know what that is. I've never felt that before. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so for some people that can be a little like unnerving the first time. Right. And eventually though, that becomes comforting because they realize, oh, something's being done. Yeah. Something's happening. Something's, yes. you know, um, we're getting somewhere. Right. And, um, and you sometimes literally feel the flow, you know, yeah. that's happened to me many, many times. And it's so wonderful to feel that flow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and so not every, uh, style is for everyone. Mm -hmm. So I really want to make sure that people know that they go and they talk to their acupuncturist and ask them questions as they're getting their acupuncture, um, and saying, well, what is this? What style do you do? Mm -hmm. Um, and because for example, there is trigger point therapy where if you're having muscle pain where they'll go in and they will release that muscle. Wow. Um, and so that, and that's pretty strong and that's not for everybody. Right. You know, right. and um, some people just might have the five elements where they just have a couple of points and they just get released. And that's really all they need because they're everything is right on the surface for them. Okay. And most people, I imagine, come back, right? That, yeah. That after that first experience, they realize this really is not a big deal. It's really not as scary as I thought. Right. It's the, the fear of the unknown is the worst. And I'm calling from my history as a dancer, like mm -hmm. going in for an audition, I'm just telling you like the, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can imagine. It's always, it's always the worst when you go in because you're thinking the worst, but, but then after it's all said and done, you realize, oh, it's not that bad. It's not as bad <laughs> as I thought and yeah, as it would be. So, um, in my practice, I certainly suggest alternative forms of medicine for those who are open to it and those who don't want to go the medication route. So the issues I, in which I typically refer people to acupuncture for are PMS and PMDD, which for those listeners who don't know what that means, it's premenstrual dysphoric disorder, sleep issues, anxiety, stress management, and chronic pain. Can you talk a little bit about how acupuncture might be helpful with these types of issues? Yeah. I know I threw a lot there. <laughs> Maybe like we can start with PMDD and PMS because that's super common for a lot of my female clients. Uh, yes, I, I, I certainly suggest alternative forms of medicine um, and I'm definitely open to it. And um, especially those that don't want to do the medication route mm -hmm. um, or, or maybe they, they have and then they're having a lot of um, side effects. Side effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes medications are necessary um, and we need to help them when it comes to some of those side effects, which can sometimes relate to constipation or, you know, uh, feeling a little foggy, um, right. you know, things that come along with that. And we can help with that. Um, 
And then those all the things that you named are are really big points for for us. So um, let me think of some techniques and protocols that uh, will come up. For example, um, when it comes to PMDD, PMDD, PMS. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we help with hormones um, and regulation in ways that you know. Western medicine sometimes cannot. Absolutely. Um, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to what we would consider the um, the, the um, hypothalamus pituitary ovarian axis. So looking at the fact that, you know, when it comes to estrogen imbalances mm-hmm. and, and it comes to, um, you know, being able to trigger your cycle, when it comes to a moving blood mm-hmm. um, so that it's not stuck, which causes pain, like, you know, premenstrual. Um, issues like that and the um, emotional connection to that. So whenever that blood is stuck, um, not only is the pain, but there's also this emotional stuck feeling, you know? And so if we can kind of move that along, then you go into your cycle a lot more more smooth. Um, And then, like I said, when it comes to, you know, your cycle, some people think it's normal, you know, to have pain or to have like Mm -hmm. a lot of things that are associated with that. And the truth is, is it's, it's not a, a normal balance state. Right. Um, and so you actually can have a regular cycle, a 28 day, um, and you can have lack of, you know, not have the pain and the not emotional have the ups and downs of those mm-hmm. symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a very good point that you made because I think a lot of times, especially with the, the females that come into my practice, they talk about these things and their mood changes. They have a lot more emotional mood and behavioral symptoms Mm -hmm. before their period. And they've just come to accept it as like, this is just part of my month. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I will have patients come in and they'll be like, that's crazy. I didn't even know it was coming. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? And they're, you know, and I said, yeah, you know, and that's, and that's way it should be. And, um, and I had personal experience with that after Mm -hmm. being a dancer. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I went months without having a cycle. And, um, and the, the, what Western wanted to do, Western medicine wanted to do at that time was to throw me on birth control. And, um, eventually I didn't really want to be. Um, and so, but when you are so active and a lot of athletes are this way, then, um, yeah, it throws your body off balance. Yeah. And then, and then your body's stuck and it's backed up. So when then it would come, it would be extremely painful. Yeah. Yeah. What about for sleep? What are some of the things, um, can you do for, for that? Yeah, so insomnia especially. So there's a couple different types of insomnia when we look at Chinese medicine, and one of them is to getting staying asleep, and the other one is getting asleep. So some people have trouble getting to sleep, mm-hmm. um, and those usually related to usually some emotional stuck blockages. You know, you're just kind of your brain is just I like to call station crazy. It just goes 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 goes, and so our goal is to kind of like smooth that cheese so that you can get to bed a little bit earlier. And then some of that is hormonally as well. Um, And then there's the staying asleep. And so for us in Chinese medicine, that's usually related to kind of like a yin deficiency. Okay. Um, And this sometimes happens. It can be caused by, um, by overworking, over, you know, just overdoing. So Mm -hmm. you don't have the blood and yin to keep you asleep. So you need yin to heal the body and to keep you asleep. So you try to increase that. So we try to increase yin. And so this is also where Chinese herbs are super helpful. And um, and for your practitioner, if they are licensed in California, then they have a license to prescribe herbs. They should be. And some are more into it than others. Do you um, do that? Yeah. On point? Yeah, we do. And um, and, and at on point, we're very integrative style. So we do Chinese herbs, but we also work with supplements as well. So, you know, when it comes to melatonin, sometimes that is good for some people and some people not. It, it's not. It's not um, a good fit. Uh, and then, you know, when it comes to, uh, there are other nutraceuticals that we look at. One of the other things that you may expect when you go to an acupuncture treatment is that they're going to do something that's a little strange. It's looking at your tongue and feeling your pulse. And in Chinese medicine, although uh, we are integrative medicine practitioners here, so I will do your blood pressure and we will like, you know, do a couple other things. I will check your um, pulse rate. Um, We also will do look at your tongue because your tongue is kind of an extension of your gastrointestinal tract. Uh, I'm so glad you you mentioned that because I always wondered about why they always have to check my tongue every time and then my pulse at the beginning and at the end. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because we start before and then we we, we diagnose like that and and all the channels and how the blood's flowing through the vessels is in the pulse. So we can see all the, how all 12 channels are running, whether wow. they're like, you know, if it's a little constricted, if it's deficient, if it's surging, if it's fast, if it's slow, all that matters uh, in our diagnosis as well. Do you prescribe yourself or do you have an herbalist? 
No, um, I do. I do. I prescribe myself. And then the other acupuncturist as well. Okay. Yeah. So right. normally when you come in and you get an intake, just so you know what to expect, once you do that full intake, um, what ends up happening is you get the acupuncture treatment. Okay. Um, sometimes there's a little bit of what we have cupping and we have gua sha. These are all cool techniques that we have if, yeah. if we feel like they're necessary. Um, I love cupping. And if you want to do it, yeah. Um, and then there's moxa, which is a really cool um, thing that we have for kind of uh, kind of warming the needles and kind of like warming the body if you run cold. Um, nice. And, um, and then we have, after that's all done, we also will design a treatment plan okay. so that you have an idea of what to expect. And so usually, we usually recommend six treatments just as a base, usually. usually six treatments um, once per week? Well, depending on depending. the severity, yeah. yeah. So if someone's coming in and they're like, you know, a 10 out of 10, like in the sense they're just feeling like they're, they, they're so anxious and they, they need someone to, they need to come in, they need sleep or they're just exhausted, then I might recommend they come in twice a week. Um, sure. Yeah, and then do that for three weeks. Um, and then if that's already better, then we spread that out to once a week. You know, and so, you know, maybe after the first week, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so much better. Then we'll spread that out to once a week, make sure we can keep that sleep going. You know, and then if after your one week and you're sleeping, then mm -hmm. we'll push it to two weeks. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to get you to maybe just do a maintenance plan of like once a week, once a month, you know, kind of come in once a month, ideally, um, kind of get your tune up, ideally, mm -hmm. um, if that works for you. If you're extremely um, stress situation, then twice a month, you know, depending on the person and what they can afford and what they feel comfortable with. Okay. Keeping them at main, that maintaining that, that balance that they would like to have. Okay. How about chronic pain? How do you guys target that? I'm sure that's pretty broad, you know? Yeah. So, so pain, similarly, when it comes to treatment plan, um, that's how I always, I will go about that. Um, it takes longer, you know, with, with chronic pain and also with like chronic, you know, um, emotional issues, they're going to take a longer. So I recommend six treatments, but then just understanding that if you're having chronic pain or, or really long-term um, psychosomatic um, problems, then you should definitely know that it's going to take three to six months, ideally, right. um, to kind of get you in that be patient with the process, place. be patient with the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, it's like psychotherapy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It there's really no magic is. wand. It's not. And it's, and it takes, and there's layers, right? It's just mm -hmm. kind of like peeling the onion. And if, and if I did everything at once, you, you know, it would just be so much overwhelming <laughs> for that system. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, and you can't get to those levels without mm -hmm. kind of Starting. Without time, mm -hmm. really, and peeling off the other layers yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, and seeing those little steps of you changing what you need to in your life in order to kind of, okay, we address this, and now you take that step, and then you take that step. And same thing with chronic pain. So with chronic pain, um, the thing about chronic pain is that it, it circuits differently in the brain. So, you know, you come in with an acute issue and you're 22, mm -hmm. you know, and then we come in and, you know, release the pain if you sprain something or something like that. And you can like be localized. Yeah. Look like, you know, they, they, maybe they, they, an athlete who came in, they kind of tweaked or there's their, their ankle or what have you. We can come in, we can do a couple of treatments and then they're, they're ready they're to good. roll. You mm -hmm. know, if someone who comes in with chronic pain, like fibromyalgia, for example, yeah. which creates a lot of mental and emotional issues. Which, and yeah, so, and, and then we have to ask the question, you know, like the chicken or the egg in that sense, because usually there's always an emotional attachment to the fibromyalgia. And this is what I wanted to touch on is that once you have long-term pain, it circuits the brain differently. So now it's being circuited through like the emotional centers in your brain. Mm. So even if you are, um, we relieve those pains, there's still an emotional attachment to that pain. There's a fear of that pain returning. Right. There, you know, there's this expectancy so that has to be changed too. Um, and that's legitimate. You know, it's not like in your head necessarily, but there we have to recircuit that, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know? And, um, and so that's why that takes a little bit of time. Have you had some success with that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So with pain, I mean, with, with, um, that's why, you know, in our country we have, you know, some insurance coverages and stuff for pain because that's where we really thrive, you know, here, that's where they know, like with, instead of going and getting surgery, or getting um, on the o opioids. Opioid mm -hmm. crisis in our country. Um, this is a better option. Um, so insurance is starting to cover these services now? So with That's some, wonderful. With some, yeah, with some, uh, with some pain and with some places, yeah, absolutely. They don't always cover everything, so not every acupuncturist will accept it. 
just knowing that because they don't cover cupping and they don't cover gua sha or moxa or a lot of those things. So. But the acupuncture. But the needles itself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, the needles itself. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and so with that being said, with the chronic pain, just um, knowing that if you're coming in, for example, mm-hmm. with something like a herniated disc, um, just know that they're going to eventually want to, sometimes want to do a surgery or they're going to give you pain medication. Right. And for us, we have the opportunity to literally needle, you know, where that you're giving, area. giving space. Um, so what's great, we have two ways. We needle uh, distally and like the hands and the feet and other points in the ear that can actually help kind of um, re kind of reroute. So you, um, the, the feeling of pain is going to be different. So you can actually interfere with that pain the reception. pain cycle, wow. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the localized where if you have, you know, getting some space between the vertebra with the needles and electric stimulation is something else that we have as an option, which once again, acts like a current um, and can really kind of help with the pain reception, um, interfering with that. And then also, like I said, giving some space to give some the disc an ability to return, you know, wow. to its proper place. Fascinating. So if we can do that, you know, now you're avoiding the, the whole pain uh, medication cycle, you know, merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also the surgery, which in the long term, um, a lot of the time still doesn't fix the problem. It tends to, um, you know, if you do a fusion, then right. next thing you know, you're going to be messing with that whole beautiful balance of right. the spine. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I know back in the day, there was very little research on acupuncture. And that was the problem, I think, for a lot of Western practitioners mm-hmm. to to give you guys the credit that you deserve, even though anecdotally, there were a lot of, you know, self-reports, including myself, of firsthand knowing that it's effective. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to us a little bit about some of the research in the just recent years of um, of uh, the efficacy of acupuncture, just for those people who are still maybe skeptical about it? Um, yeah, absolutely. So like you said, um, I think like 1970s is when things, acupuncture started really kind of growing here. And mm-hmm. um and even then, it wasn't even allowed in many states. And um, even though it's been done for centuries elsewhere. Right. Um, and they've come a long way. Um, and so we have a couple of different... The trick about acupuncture is it is per person. So it's a little bit hard to Harder sometimes... Harder to measure or validate. Yes, but they what they have been able to notice is that they do observe, um, you know... Uh, in that fact that with like, for example, the electric stimulation, noticing that, you know, the, the nervous system is, is based on impulses and, you know, and using those electric stimulation impulses, mimicking our natural bodies, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, mechanism, Mm -hmm. you know, it will cause this cytokine um, reaction, which is the the body's natural reaction to, for inflammation and will trigger the body's cascade system to, to heal itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and so that they have proven, I think actually, Actually, in, in 2017, they had um, they noticed there there is that gut brain connection and that that access. And then when you're wow. looking at just recently, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, the, these things are they're just growing um, exponentially, you know, right. and um, and recognizing the, these kind of these kinds of which is beautiful, which is something that's been done. Um, you know, Centuries. they've watched it, they've seen it, right. you know, but they've never actually been able to put it, Prove into, it. Yeah. yeah. And so they're starting to actually do that. Same thing with. Um, uh, one of the other things I'll just touch on is IVF. Right. Um, yes. So, like, do. you know, because I know you guys have a lot of success with reproductive health. Yeah. So, um, there are many um, uh, fertility clinics now that are actually having acupuncturists come to IVF um, you to complement yeah, or as yeah. an adjunct. Yeah. For because um, they're realizing that there has been um, there was a, the Paulus protocol. There's actual protocols. Um, that has increased the effective the effectiveness of that um, mm-hmm. IVF and making sure that the that it secures um, by you know realizing there are points that relax the uterus and mm-hmm. um, allow proteins to release to uh, basically take the the egg and kind of help it kind of like nestle into the, right. the uterus and and all these cool things that they're realizing that it does bring bring blood flow to the uterus and mm-hmm. kind of like helping with that um, increasing like endometrial lining and um, all kinds of cool wow. things yeah um, so and then the 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 whole sympathetic parasympathetic state and mm-hmm. the fact that one of the biggest thing about 
about you know fertility and about IVF you know going in and mm-hmm. having this done is the the very scary thing and it's like right. it's not something you've done all the time you know right. so um, so when you go in having that that opportunity to completely relax um, yeah. in order to just let things do its thing let yeah. your body do its course once they've they've uh, implanted then um, beautiful yeah, it's increased by I think 25 percent wow yeah and you know equally important is it's all natural right, right? drug free right and relatively pain free right so what have you got to lose yeah so you know I when you come in to get a treatment they'll you know you'll have a consent form and you know just like you know anything else and just understanding that you know we are you know we're not your MDs and mm-hmm. um, but at the same token the things that you might experience the side effects so it you might get a bruise a small bruise it might be sore at the area um, oh, very that's not very common though it's not very common mm-hmm. it, it depends on um, on the, the person's constitution once mm-hmm. again like some people just know they're like I bruise easily right and in Chinese medicine that's related to a spleen deficiency <laughs> <laughs> you're like well we'll fix that too <laughs> yeah yeah or you know unable to hold the blood in the in the um yeah in the vessels but um but regardless um it is something that that might happen and it's not it's not life-threatening it's Mm -hmm. not um you're not going to have any major you know side effects in the sense you know where you're going to feel um you know loopy sometimes you do feel a little bit in the what we call the uh, acupuncture haze where you just feel so relaxed the acupuncture brain yeah i definitely get that you feel so relaxed and you come out and you're like where am i what am i supposed to do where am i supposed to go (laughs) ground myself yeah you know yeah 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 just because you just kind of feel so relaxed you know you come out of a deep tissue or like like a massage or something right you know right and it's a wonderful feeling yeah Yeah. but yeah so that's the only thing it's very rare and you um sometimes can feel a little soreness or something like that but most of the time people come out and they just feel more relaxed than they ever have ever have or they're like i can't explain it i never get a chance to feel this like much relaxed they never get a chance to you go 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 right like 45 minutes to an hour yeah for you time absolutely (laughs) you know it's such a gift so for those of you just tuning in, you're listening to Get Mental, and my name is Cecile Ahrens. I'm a therapist and owner of Transcend Therapy, and today with us, um, here with us today is master acupuncturist Melissa Lone and owner of On Point Acupuncture and Wellness Center in La Mesa. So, uh, Melissa, how can people find you and what is the best way to reach you? Sure. So just as so you know, we are technically San Diego, but we are on the border of La Mesa. Okay. Just sorry. So, yeah, that's okay. I just want to make sure that yeah. um, people know that we're not all the way in there, but we are at Lake Murray and Navajo Road. Correct. Um, so we're um, right off the 125. Um, and like I said, it's on point acupuncture and wellness center, and we are, you can reach us by phone. Um, and that's, uh, 619-303-7437. Um, we also can be reached via email. Um, and that's on point awc at gmail.com. Um, and then we have a website also, um, and that is onpointawc.com. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh, and we have a way there. And then also with Yelp, I, I recommend people go ahead and go forth and look at us at Yelp. or um, And we you can reach us Read there. Read the reviews. And do yeah. reviews. And then you can do a message also there. And we usually get back to people as well. How, what's the turnaround time for you guys to get back to people? Uh, well, we usually get in within the day. We'll get back to you. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. We have a, we have amazing team. Um, you know, people work in the front desk, beautiful ladies that will answer any questions that you might have or concerns um, and uh, answer the call. What are your um, office hours? So we are open um, basically Monday through Friday. Um, Monday, uh, we have a 10 to 6 schedule. Tuesday through Friday, we're open from 8 to 6.30. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Saturdays is an early day. We can be there from 7 to 3. Wow. Yeah. I bet a lot of people come on the weekends. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I think it's a good option um, to have that weekend, and we start early, so you can still have a weekend. Um, and also, our like our evening spots are usually pretty. You know, in the evenings, yeah, we we take our last at five twenty. Um, uh, the evenings are full of classes, so we have like our you know restorative yoga class, our prenatal class. We have um, wow. you know our meditation classes and um, things like that. You're really doing wonderful work for the community. I have to tell you that. I mean, you're touching a lot of people's lives and helping them, you know, experience these uh, feelings of balance, fleeting, fleeting moments of of balance, which we all need. Yeah. You know, I, I just want to make sure that there's a 
place that people can go, you mm-hmm. know, that they can feel it's a great community. It's a very, like I said, my, I mean, I have two kids and mm-hmm. um, sometimes you'll see them in there and <laughs> other, pe- other people will bring their kids and, you know, and stuff like that. And very so family it's friendly. It's very family friendly. And I want people to feel that they have a place that they can go and they can um, feel comfortable. Um, they, there's, you know, that people will come in, have some tea, you know, sometimes hang out because they'll, they might know one of the other mm-hmm. people there and, um, and I, I, I recommend that, you know, and I, I, um, I want them to be able to feel holistic and be able to try all these different things to find what works for them. Okay, great. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes left and um, we have a tradri- tradition in the show where we end with a success or inspiration story. And I named this segment of the show Inspiration Corner. <laughs> I was wondering if there was a client that stands out to you that may inspire others where someone came in with mental health or emotional concerns and acupuncture was able to assist this patient achieve their treatment goals. Um, absolutely. So um, the person that stands out to me um, is a woman and she's um, in her upper thirties and she has, she's a mom and a, a wife and she uh, was experiencing anxiety, um, panic attacks, um, palpitations, heart racing. Um, and then she went and got a lot of her lab work done and she was having some hormone imbalances. Um, and it turns out she was a little estrogen dominant. Um, and, uh, so they put her on, um, testosterone. They put her on, you know, uh, to try to, to balance some things out. Um, and that made it worse. And so for her, we, uh, she, she, what she was having all sorts of sugar issues and things like that. So I just wanted to help her. So we got, we talked her through it. We got her treated and we used some Chinese, um, herbs and such and, Mm -hmm. um, a detox. And, uh, she's doing much better. She's off the testosterone and she's super grateful. So she was having a lot of anxiety, panic attacks. Yeah. Yeah, And, um, her blood sugar would drop and have like all sorts of interesting imbalances happening. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That must've been life changing for her. Yes. Because I can imagine those symptoms would be disruptive. Yes. And she came and she was nervous about the acupuncture too. Mm. So that added another layer. So, you know, and so for her specifically, we just did those release points and, um, how is she now? Uh, she's doing much better. She's coming less often. She's still, she's definitely a part of her, her world. And, um, and so she's super grateful. She's happy and thankful and, you know, she's better, better functioning, functioning better for her kids, Mm -hmm. functioning better for her husband in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, And has, and she feels, doesn't feel powerless anymore. She feels like she has, she has choices. She has a tool. She has tools in her toolbox. Yeah. Great. So one more time, how can people reach you? Um, sure. Just give us a call over at On Point Acupuncture and Wellness Center. The phone number is 619-303-7437. Or you can reach us via email at onpointawc at gmail.com or our website at onpointawc.com. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was Melissa Lone, licensed acupuncturist and owner of On Point uh, Acupuncture and Wellness Center. And this is your host, once again, Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy, where we provide individual, couples, and family counseling. You can reach us at 619-823-1382, or the easiest way is really just visit us on the web at TranscendTherapyCA.com, TranscendTherapyCA.com. And thank you for listening. Until next time, be well and be gentle. Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. To learn more about Cecile, become a sponsor or guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. Don't